are now listening to PursuitCast, the official podcast of Pursuit NYC. May it be an encouragement to you today and stir your soul for revival. Welcome everyone, this is Sam, back again with another episode of PursuitCast, and today uh, we have a very special guest. She's an amazing uh, leader, amazing preacher, amazing wife, mom, and and all of that. Uh, It's a pleasure to introduce my friend, uh, Faith Yuricho. Hey, how are you? I'm good, thank you for that amazing introduction. <laughs> <laughs> I, I practiced it now. That's so much honor. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for taking time uh, out mm-hmm. of your busy schedule. I know you have family, kids, yeah. all of that, but uh, we really appreciate you taking time and uh, hanging out with us. Yeah, for sure. It's such an honor. Yeah. I know you just came back from Cali, uh, for your ordination, so congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, for those people who are listening, I guess you could, uh, if you could just kind of share um, just about your story, um, mm. you know, how you got mm-hmm. into ministry, you know, how yeah. you got to hold of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, I wasn't born in a Christian home, um, but I've always had a longing for God. Um, ever since I was young, you know, um, I would make my parents take me to church and, you know, it was like, uh, I had a series of God encounters growing up, but I think it was, um, when I was about 15 years old, when, uh, I met God on the mission field. It's so funny. Um, I went to the mission field without truly being a Christian, you know, and, but I feel like that's the story these days. Like a lot of people do that. Um, But yeah, when I went there, I went to Mexico when I was 15 and God just, just wrecked me, you know, like, um, the, I, I, I felt God before, I think before that, you know, so I can't say this was a first time, but it was the first time where I felt like I need to give him my all, you know, I need to lay down my life where my life was about God, you know, it wasn't about me but my life was about God. And, um, that was, I think the beginning of my journey of just, you know, being a laid down lover for the Lord. Um, so I can't say that I was perfect, you know, over the years and definitely made my share of mistakes. But one thing for sure that marked me from that mission trip was the fact that I'm God's, you know, and I'm his. So, I remember I started to learn how to preach starting from 17 years old. Um, my spiritual father, um, who was a missionary, um, he would take me to places in Latin America and I'd learn how to preach. Um, and I always knew that I wanted to give God my everything. You know, I wanted to, um, give God just my future, my time, my, my voice, my resources, everything. And, um, but a lot of complications happened along the way in the sense where I didn't know if I was allowed, you know what I mean? Like to be a pastor, I wasn't, I wasn't sure if I was allowed to be a minister. Um, from the things that I've heard, I would get mixed messages everywhere. 
you know? And honestly, I don't, even for myself, I think it took me about until maybe even six years ago, you know, like five to six years ago where I truly felt, um, assured of what I was doing just because the messages can be so mixed. Even when you go to seminary, I think I've taken full blown classes where there's discussions and debates, like can women lead, you know, can women preach? Um, and I think growing up, I just didn't know what that looked like. You know what I mean? Like, um, I grew up with a spiritual father and I had, spiritual brothers that ran with me, you know, and we all like, grew, um, in the ministry together, but I didn't know, you know, what it meant to be, um, a, a fiery, uh, anointed woman of God. I didn't know what that looked like, you know, I didn't know what was too much, like what came off too aggressive or yeah. I, I didn't know what was allowed or more than anything, I didn't know what God was pleased with, you know? Um, and so that took me a couple years to really find myself in that journey. Um, what helped was, um, you know, I, I, I went under covering with a, a, you know, a female pastor, Mm. you know, and she really helped guide me in that. And that was when I truly realized, wow, like I needed this all my life. You know what I mean? And, and I didn't know the value of that. You know, I, I always wondered like, what could a female pastor possibly give me that's different Mm. than a male pastor, you know? Um, but yeah, that made all the difference for me, you know, um, in terms of my confidence in the Lord and then confidence in myself, you know? Um, and yeah, you know, I mean, along the way I married a pastor. I, (laughs) I, you know, I, I co-pastor with him at the river at Bethany UMC currently. Um, yeah. And we have four kids and over the years I had to learn what it meant to be, um, a woman of authority that, is also faithful at home that also honors her husband that, um, is also, you know, faithful to her children as a mother, sure. you know, I had to learn how to balance that, um, over the years, but yeah, it's, God's been so faithful and it's been good. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I don't want to sound like I'm like trying to, you know, gas you up, but even before uh, we mm. really got to connect and, and meet, like I would, you know, meet, you know, like young, young youth group student girls and, and all of them will be like, Pastor Yuri is my hero and, and all that kind of stuff, even Aww. before we like connected and stuff like that. But oh, wow. you know, I, I really believe mm. you're pioneering and mm. setting an example. Mm. Uh, what would you say have been some of the challenges being, you know, I guess a, a female leader, a female voice um, in, right. in this region and stuff like that? Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's so many, um, I mean, not to sound like a victim, definitely not. I think there's definitely a journey for a male pastor and a female, female pastor, you know, um, for sure. So it's not that I was victimized or anything like that. Um, I think it's just, uh, one of the things for sure is a lower expectation, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) you know, I think, um, a lot of people would get disappointed you know, when, yeah. when they don't know me and like, you know, they're like, Oh, she's the guest speaker or, 
you know, or, oh, you hired her. I remember when I got hired, I was seven months pregnant with my first child, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and, and that's in the church that I'm currently at. And I remember there was kind of an uproar, you know, yeah. like, why would you do that? You know, what, you know, kind of, uh, I think there was a low expectation of what, um, a female pastor and a mother and a pastor's wife can offer to the table. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, but that, I, I don't think that was very, I don't think that was discouraging, you know, um, in, in the sense where, because, um, God always showed up, you know, and God always, he always defended me, you know? And so with that, like, I was never too discouraged by that part of the journey, you know? Um, I think what was discouraging sometimes would be, you know, I think, um, uh, people don't know how to, uh, I guess sometimes interact with, and I, when I say people, I mean, you know, sometimes even peers, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's harder to network as a female pastor, you know what I mean? Um, I think it was God's grace that I was already married and, you know, I had children. And so, you know, I already had my life, you know, uh, when I, you know, was here in this region particularly. Um, but yeah, it's definitely harder to, network i think because people don't know yet you know like um how to interact with the you know female in authority um uh and and yeah i mean but i mean it's all good (laughs) (laughs) you know and as i said like wherever there was i think wherever there was a lack or wherever there was a weakness or wherever there was kind of um uh I don't know. Um, I don't know how to explain it. It, Wherever there was just a lack, I guess, in terms of me being a female pastor, Mm -hmm. God would always make up for it. There was always grace, you know, and there was always um, his defense, you know. Um, So, yeah, it's been it's been good. It's been fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm really excited for you. And and I know your journey and your convictions and your experience. has led you to, you know, start something that I'm totally for, totally behind, mm. believe in, which is the Honor Summit. Uh, yeah. You want to go ahead and uh, share what that is? Absolutely. Um, so I remember when I was in college, um, one of my brothers in the church thought it was funny to recite Proverbs 31 to me, basically, you know, yeah. to tell me like, you know, stay in your place, woman. And, and it was funny. It was like, it was a joke. But I remember wondering why is that used? What, why can that be used as a joke? When, if you really read Proverbs 31, um, it's not about, you know, the subservient woman that cooks and cleans and, you know, it's, it's about a powerful woman, you know, it's yeah. about a woman in authority, um, a woman that can laugh at the days to come, a woman that knows how to instruct, you know? And so I just thought that was so interesting, you know, and it was from then on, I started to have this growing conviction. And to be honest, um, if you were to tell me five, six years ago that I would do something like the honor summit, I'd tell you, no, I probably don't have the time because uh, growing up in the ministry, I was always relegated to do the woman's stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Like always told to do the women's purity or, you know, how to be a biblical woman, like those yeah. kind of classes. And so I always thought that was boring. You know, I want to talk about other things, but then I, 
I don't know. I guess I just start to um, have a growing passion for it. And just one day I realized, why isn't anyone doing it? You know what I mean? Um, And by it, I mean, you know, I think the message for women, especially in female um, conferences or female gatherings, has always been, you're beautiful, you're loved, you're, you know, you're worth it, you're valuable. And that is definitely the beginning. You know, that's the start um, about our identity and our worth and our value. But then there was rarely ever a case where we went beyond that, you know, um, because it's after we know we're beautiful and loved and worthwhile, um, what's our place, you know, in the kingdom of God? Um, what is, what does God want us to do with our worth and our identity? And I remember once actually I was at a conference and, um, this male pastor was like kind of revving everyone up and he was saying, you know, brothers, I want you to scream, I'm a warrior. And, you know, and all the brothers would just scream, ah, I'm a warrior. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm strong, I'm courageous. And then this pastor, with all good intention, you know, like he he had all the best intentions, but he said, all right, sisters, I want you to say, I am loved. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember all the girls were like, "Uh, I'm loved, (laughs) you know, and um, it was just kind of, Um, you know, it's, I think the message needs to be clearer for the women these days, you know, like what is it, what is, what is a step after, you know, that you're loved? Cause I think women want to be warriors too. For sure. And they want to be powerful too. Um, and they want to know what God is pleased with, you know, um, in terms of their function and their place in the church, um, in the world. And so, yeah, I just wanted to see a gathering that could really fulfill that, you know. Um, so many women are so tired in the church, and I know because they they message me, they meet with me, they talk to me, and I'm not saying just in our church, but in just church in general, you know. Like, they want to know, okay, what is my place beyond being a brochure folder uh, you know, like yeah. a harmony, harmony singer, you know, <laughs> um, you know, kitchen worker, like uh, aside from all that, you know, which all of those things are amazing and they're good and they're necessary, but what's the kingdom vision behind that? Yeah. You know, like what does God see behind that? You know, what is the vision? What's the dream behind that? You know? And I think that's what I want to tackle. You know, it's, it's not to tell women stop doing that. No, it's to do that with a purpose. To do that, you know, to do that with a dream, you know, to do that with anointing, to know every little thing that you do in the church, it's it's supposed to be anointed, it's supposed to be powerful and effective. And I really want to tackle that, you know, and um, and gather with all the ladies of this region to see that into fruition. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I, I totally am all for that message and Mm-hmm. And I really feel like there's such a need. I remember even when, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, God put it on my heart to just do a small conference for young men and um, yeah. just really go after it. And, mm-hmm. and at the time, I didn't have any intentions to do it yeah. beyond that because I'm like, I'm a guy, you know, yeah. what, what do I know? How can I help? <laughs> yeah. And, um, as we were getting ready to do the young men's conference, I had I had so many sisters Mm. message me and, and and saying oh when's the 
one for young women going to be? What yeah. going to be for women? And I was like, mm. uh, it, it was <laughs> enough where I was like, shoot, I guess we got to do it. And yeah, yeah. And what ended up happening was the turnout was actually like double the size of, of the ones that we did. For wow. So, yeah. Um, so when I heard that you were doing it and. I, mm. I I know I needed to have you come on here and share. Wow. Your part, so, um, yeah. yeah. So what can people expect if they uh, come out to this gathering? Mm. What's the format? Is it for just women? Yeah. So one of the things that I envisioned for this is I'm, I'm seeing it from a female perspective as well. Like, when I would get invited to female conferences, it was a little hard for me to be excited about it for myself personally. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, one, women in general have a hard time gathering with women only. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but I think more than anything, it didn't feel like a family affair in, mm-hmm. you know, in general. You know, and I'm not saying those you know, female-only conferences aren't effective. No, they're definitely effective, and they have a place. But I think... When it comes to a woman's place in the kingdom of God, that's an interest for both men and women. Yeah, amen. You know what I mean? Like, um, like it should be an interest for men to um, push their sisters, their wives, their mothers, you know, into a place of empowerment, you know. Um, so, yeah, this is a conference open to both genders for sure. Um, especially, you know, male pastors. I think this this is a such a great opportunity for male pastors to come and just see what the women of their ministry need, yeah. you know, to hear their voice, to hear what they want and even just understand their perspective. You know, um, I know a lot of women in general, not, you know, I mean, not too many, but I know definitely there is a group of women out there that don't feel that their male pastors understand them, you know, or, or understand what they need. You know what I mean? Um, and that's a huge challenge, especially if there isn't another female pastor or a pastor's wife that could shepherd and steward that, you know, in the women of the congregation. So yeah, definitely male pastors, the men of the church are for sure invited and welcome. There's going to be an opportunity to network for the men. That's for sure. Um, and in general, it's a one day, all day event. You know, it's, um, you come in and we want to worship together. We want to be empowered together, pray together. There's also going to be times for connection, networking, discussion, um, workshops, just to receive practical teaching as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're, and more than anything, I want to be able to connect women, um, to other women that could empower them throughout the year yeah. too. So it's not just, um, listening to teachings, but you know, so many women have come up to me and asked me, you know, can you disciple me? Can you mentor me? You know, and my response to that is so always so limited because, for me, I can't disciple everyone. You know what I mean? I can't mentor everyone. But then what if all the women in this region were, you know, together, where we were doing it together, you know, and we were growing as a community together. And I'm not even just saying for young adult women. I'm even talking about mothers and wives, you know, where, I mean, I really think young moms are probably some of the loneliest people, you know, in society because it's hard. Yeah. You know, and you don't always feel like there's a 
a community backing you, you know? Um, but what if women can learn from other women, you know, and especially women that have gone through the fire before us, you know, it's like, it took me one spiritual mother figure in my life to radically change me and to, um, walk me through a whole nother level of growth and sanctification. And I'm wondering how, you know, what this region could look like if the women were connected, you know, and we were growing together, you know, so I really want, um, the day to be not just about learning, but also about connection and just refreshing, you know, like refreshing the, the, you know, the tired servants of God, the, you know, the discouraged women, the hopeless women, you know, and, and just seeing them come to life. You know, I know a lot of women that have already signed up, you know, are women that are, um, walking into the ministry, you know, um, and they don't know, they're just kind of confused, you know, and they're scared. They don't know what it's supposed to look like, you know, and I want to really be able to connect with them as well. And, you know, and create a network where, you know, we're doing it together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love it. Uh, I mean, I, I really love that it's empowering women. And, mm-hmm. and you're, you shared it here. And I remember you sharing it to me uh, when we just met up on our own, just how important it is to even have the male's voice to say yes. we believe in women, like the way women believe in women. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, so to anyone listening, uh, any guys, uh, don't mm. be afraid to show up. Uh, <laughs> you won't be the only guy there because I'm sure uh, your husband Dave will be there. I'll be there. So. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be there. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah. I really believe that in, in, in the next great move of God mm. uh, that we're going to see, it, it's not going to be just men. Uh, it's yeah. not just going to be women, but it's going to be them together. Uh, exactly. So uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so excited for uh for this conference, this gathering that you're setting up. Yeah. So excited. <laughs> yeah. When, when is the date for it and time and all that kind of stuff? November 10th. Mm-hmm. Um, doors open at nine and it's, um, and it's going to end around 9 PM. So it's just a one day, all day event, you know, and um, it's going to be so great. You know, the, the team that I'm working with, we're so excited to, um, not just be creative, but, you know, just see an event where women aren't just uh, growing, but also being refreshed and yeah. actually enjoying themselves. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you sure. know, we need to have a little fun too. So it's going to be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can uh, people find out about it? What's the website, social media stuff for that? Yeah. Um, on Instagram, you can look it up on the Honor Summit. Um, I think that's the Instagram handle, the honor summit. And I believe actually, I, I believe the website is the honor summit.com. <clears throat> uh, yeah. I'm, I believe that's, that's the website, the honor summit.com for sure. And we'll have all yeah. the links available, uh, when we have this podcast go up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so don't worry people who are listening, we'll have it all available for you guys. Absolutely. And, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for it. I believe mm. in, in you. I believe in this message, this gathering, and mm. this next great move that God has for this region with men and women together. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, well, I definitely got to have you on again. <laughs> you know, maybe like a follow up from this conference. And Yay, just, yeah. Just like other wisdom and mm. experience that you carry. But how can uh, people connect with you online and mm. what's going on with you and stuff like that? Absolutely. Um, well, I have um, an Instagram handle. I mean, as does everyone, right? <laughs> but, um, but it's Pearls by Faith. You know, um, I... I um I am the author of pearlsbyfaith.com which is a blog um and and that's my Instagram handle pearlsbyfaith and I'm also co-pastor of the river so um the river nj.com <laughs> as well so yeah I'm just I'm I'm easy to find for yeah, sure awesome mm-hmm. um to close can you pray for um both the men and women who are listening, I just feel like um, you could just release a prayer for mm, them. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah let's do it. <clears throat> Lord Jesus, we just exalt you right now. And Holy Spirit, I know that you're pleased by the growing unity of this region. Mm. And that's what I sense. Um, I sense a new level of unity in this region. And Father God, I just um, I lift up the young w- women of this region to you, the, the crying ones, the alone ones, the hopeless ones, the lost ones, the tired ones. Mm-hmm. Father God, no matter what age, God, I lift them up to you, and I, I just declare a new season for the women of this region. I just declare next level of growth and authority, next level of dreams, of vision, And Jesus, I just pray that the process, the journey, God, will be filled with honor, not filled with anger, not filled with judgment, but God will be filled with honor. And Father, I I lift up the men of this region, that God, that as the women are empowered, that we will be empowered to empower the men, Mm. that God, that we'll be strengthened to strengthen the men, that God, that Um, that they will grow even taller, Lord, as the women are being built up. So Jesus, we just pray that this will be another level, God, another another breakthrough of, of vision in this region. And God, I just pray, Lord, that revival will take place, um, but not just, not just, um, for an event, but God, that it'll seep into our culture. Yeah. That, that Lord, that it'll seep into the workplace, that it'll seep, Lord, into the, even our language, the way we speak about one another, that Lord, that, that, that revival will have a face, that it'll have a, have a name, that it'll, it'll, it'll look like something in this region. Yeah. So Jesus, I lift up, um, not only just, um, uh, the relationships amongst the churches, God, but uh, we also lift up just the journey up until this honor summit, Lord. I pray that, that God, that you will move even before and that you will move after. That, God, that women, Lord, will, will, will rise up as, as a lioness. God, that the lioness will rise, Lord. Um, and, yeah, God, just release your promises. Uh, re- release uh, the fulfillment of your will upon us, God. And God, I just pray for joy in the process. God, I pray for joy in the fellowship. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Absolutely. 
Yeah, we'll definitely have you on again. And to all of our listeners, thank you for tuning in. And uh, stay tuned for more episodes. And we hope to see you at the Honor Summit. God bless. Thank you for listening to PursuitCast. For more information on the ministry of Pursuit NYC, please visit us on the web at www.pursuitnyc.org. Revival or bust.